Hi, it's James Withall, CEO of Rupert Resources. Um, thanks for your time again. Um, just want to talk to you a bit about, obviously, the market's probably with Matthew today, but also just to reiterate how you know, good this Hickory discovery is and how we're advancing it to the next steps over the time ahead. James, uh, thanks for coming back on the show. And yes, you've guessed right. I do want to talk about the markets, given given your background. And, and of course, we'll get on to what, what's happening at Hickory and, and fundraisers, et cetera. Um, so if, if we do look at the markets, um, there's a bit of turmoil, lots of people with opinions out there. But one thing's uh, that we can all agree on is that the price of gold equities has headed south for the last four weeks. So what's your take on what's happening? Look, I, I think maybe gold's a bit, you know, we had that great rally in gold through 2000. The shares had a reasonable rally, but, you know, um, plenty of people watching this will be going, how, oh, you know, $2,000 gold, you know, five, you know, a few years ago, you know, obviously we've been here a little bit before, but, you know, you would have never thought gold shares would be at the levels that they are in terms of, you know, the relative underperformance, given, you know, gold price at its current levels. Inflation easing off a bit, the margins of these producers, they're making a lot of money, these production companies as well. So you know, it, it seems as though you know, people are maybe unconvinced about what will happen next with the gold price. Okay, they're unconvinced about what's happening with the gold price. But like I say, at 2,000 gold or even, you know, sort of just slightly above 1,900 now, um, that's still good for gold producers. But for, you know, developers or explorers, it doesn't really mean too much. So um, how do we retail interpret what's going on? This, 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 erratic behavior, this volatility in the marketplace, should we be jumping off the ship and sort of, you know, going elsewhere or just biding our time? How do we play this? If you're in this space, you have to be a, you know, you've got to be a patient investor with this thing and it, 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 with, all, with all stocks really. And, and you just have to make the most of these opportunities. Our stock has fallen from the mid fours down to lower 380. We're about, you know, sitting around $4 again. Fundamentally, nothing has changed with the company. In fact, we just put a press release the other day. You know, I, I'm I'm very comfortable. Things look look really good. You know, we did, you know our team on site are hitting all the all the goals that I want them to hit, and you know the the project in our minds just gets better and better and shows how good it is. So I guess, you know, I, I just as an investor side, I just look at these as opportunities. Um, you know, I think you know, we we did a study. You know, we did a study and put it out. November last year, sixteen fifty for gold. It's now still around two thousand. So nothing's changed, you know. And the average gold price, trading average gold price, continues to rise. So, you know, if you look at our study at current gold prices, you know, this it, 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 the valuation opportunity is 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 phenomenal in many in, in ours, I believe, in many. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the, at, the, at the same time, you know, you, you understand why investors are a little bit nervous because you know gold price is doing its thing, equities. Not, not so much. People are putting the, or seem to be putting the blame firmly at the door of the US debt ceiling uh, discussions as they do every year. Um, is it as simple as that or is there more to it? Well, it's uncertainty, isn't it? And every year since 2008, we've been in this situation. I think I can't remember a year that we haven't been. Maybe it's got resolved a little bit quicker in some, some periods and not. So I don't, you know, and every time there's a lot of conjecture about what the gold price should do up or down around the reactions. I, I, I probably, I guess it's the uncertainty that it that it creates that creates the investment opportunity. So I think you're better off just looking at it like that. I mean, fundamentally, I don't think you know there's no there's no there shouldn't be any step change in the gold price either way. Ultimately, um, you know, we're still in a globally in a situation which is very supportive for gold, and I think will continue to be. So 
I think, um, again, you know, look around at the, the opportunities it creates um, by people maybe getting, you know, getting worried at this situation. I think that's, that. yeah, I, I, I guess I, you know, maybe I'm a bit too glass half full on this in terms of always looking for opportunities rather than uh, and looking to worrying about negatives. But, but I guess that comes down back to our strategy and, you know, quality assets, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, and, 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 you know, having a business that's not based on something that's that sensitive to the gold price yeah. or it's sensitive in a positive way because if the gold price goes high, it's worth even more, but it's not sensitive to a lower gold price. Okay. Well, well let's, let's talk about, let's talk about fundamentals. Um, and, and, and let's talk about the plan. Okay. You recently, um, raised, um, just shy of 48 million bucks. I'm not quite sure what your cash position position is off the back of that. So that's all positive. Invest in the fundamentals. Nothing has changed other than the market conditions. So what are we looking to? What are you going to do with this money? Why is this going to be a better project at the end of the year compared to where it is now? We're sitting on, I guess, the financials that come out soon for the end of February. But with that money, you know, on the order of 70 million Canadian dollars when it came in, in, in on the balance sheet. So, you know, very good position to be in. Um, we... I've only just started putting drill results out from last winter because, you know, the usual delays in assays and things that, uh, that come through. And so that's why, you know, it's been a bit of a drought, people would say, in our, our news flow. But look, um, we we finally got some, you know, really stellar ICARI results back out to demonstrate people that it gets, you know, we potentially improve the grade, that actually could end up improving the the fundamentals of the free cash flows that could come out of this uh, this asset, which um, which is absolutely key to it. So our real focus on uh, and how we allocate the money is continuing to add value to the drill bit through exploration, um, both at Ickery, making it bigger, demonstrating that it's, it's it's still open, drilling these other targets. We hopefully get some news out on other exploration targets soon that we've been drilling, and then. All the other de-risking work that's going on, starting the pre-feasibility study, environmental permitting that's you know progressed a long way since we last spoke. We already we're formally into that process of permitting this project now, and so you know expanded our team again. We've got a great study manager join. So I think it's investing in the business and the people uh, and 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 driving the project forward. I think you know over the next you know we we'll hope to put a new resource, an updated resource out for the for the project. In the we're thinking the I guess early part of Q4 this year, so typical time for us, sort of September, and that'll um, you know could demonstrate again. You know this is a you know an absolutely outstanding discovery, one of the few discoveries that's been made in the last ten years in the sector. Right. Okay. But I hear what you're saying, but what, what I want, I guess, what I want to get to is kind of re- reasons to believe um, in you know, Rupert Resources and what it's saying. Yes, I buy your argument, you know, you're, you're, you're down 20% from the beginning of the month. So if you can get back to those dizzy heights, there's a 25% gain for, for, for investors, but it's also going to be predicated on um, the model going forward. We've seen a few companies change tack in this market because not getting the reaction through the drill bit and they've kind of segued over into, we're talking about, you know, early production. You've got a big project, in, in front of you, um, are you going to change tack? Um, are you going to look at that kind of early early revenue model, or is, are you sticking to your guns as to how you kind of progress and build out the value of this uh, particular project? I don't think changing tack. You've got to keep on with the mission. We we, we set this we, we, back in. I, I actually reflected on our business strategy that we presented to shareholders on the board back in 2019. 
starting this exploration yesterday. And we set out a plan that, you know, our plan was to make a high quality yeah, discovery of scale. And if we achieve that, and, uh, uh, you know, knowing from my background in, in exploration and investment for 20 odd years, that how, you know, the, the cost to, that you have to go through to achieve it and the mechanism you, you have to go through to achieve it. If you do that over time, you generate a phenomenal annualized return for, for investors. Uh, and, and ultimately, anything that takes you off that course and distracts you and say, oh, I'll make a short-term return here, that that is every chance of increasing the risk to the investors and damaging that that business model that you were, that you set up in per, uh, in the beginning to to generate these really outstanding annualized rates of returns, which which ultimately investors want need in this industry because it's still a high risk business. You're investing in resources in the ground; it's a tough business. But uh, I think it's key to not get too distracted to focus on the on the main goal, which was to find, you know was to was to find a, a one of the best you know make a significant discovery of very high quality, which we've done. And we'll continue to work through that process in an orderly fashion to get it permitted with the authorities, work with our stakeholders, uh, and to develop this as a as a phenomenal business for people to be long term investors in. And that's it's just sticking to that is is what we'll do. Um, look, we are, and we will um, we'll work through that process of bringing this to to cash flow as soon as we can. Um, but ultimately, we don't want to compromise it. it it's too good a business. It's too good an asset. These things are too rare. This, these sort of discoveries to to, uh, to think about compromising for a for the short term concern. Yeah, you're you you've just put out some new drilling results um, from from ICRI showing potential for you know higher open pit grades, which which is great, and you know, further extensions, which is great. But given the scale of this, you've already got eyes on you. We've seen a lot of M and A happening in, in the marketplace, and you've got to be producing data to you know um, be able to advance those advanced conversations with those people looking in at this thing because you've got to help them with the economics because we've seen a lot of value destruction with large capex overruns obviously inflation hasn't hasn't helped there so even the even the big guys are slightly nervous about you know picking marginal projects so again what do you think you're going to be honing in and focusing on in terms of that data that you're going to create for those conversations because ultimately that's the exit for this company that is the the, the upside for investors surely let, let me uh can i share a couple of slides Matt, and, uh, love to, love to. Uh, do you know how to do that yeah i'll give it a go okay, uh, okay. so um i'll give him a minute hopefully that's uploaded to your there you go yeah screen. so so I'm going to talk about a couple of slides just so we talk about this point. So this is a history of exploration discoveries in the gold sector for the last well, yeah, 50 odd years. Um, and, you know, in the last, you know, we had a whole period in the through the 80s, mid 90s and even the early 2000s. We had these phenomenal discoveries, Moto, Malartic, um, Vitor, things like that, Root at the Norte um, in the sort of early parts of 2005 when you had a phenomenal run in the gold price and everyone had phenomenal valuations too. Um, but really you saw a lot of spending off the back of that, but not many expiration discoveries in the early part 2010 to 2015. But, you know, we have seen Great Bear made their Dixie discovery in 2018. Um, and obviously that, you know, is one of the few discoveries and Ikari is probably one of the other very few discoveries that have been made in this period of time. And obviously, you know, companies find other outs, but 
Well, I guess then all these these discoveries are created equal, mm-hmm. and this this industry hasn't really had a lot of success. So we're an industry that's that is looking, as you as you pointed out on the M and A side, potentially for projects that you know were going to be the the uh, producing assets of the next twenty, thirty, or possibly forty years. Um, the other point to point out is obviously we're we're relatively close to the beginning of what we call the um, how, of this graph that's produced by Minex that shows how these discoveries, the good quality discoveries, evolve over time. So, you know, we're you know a couple of years post discovery here, and the the point of this chart is making is that in the first couple of years you've probably shown maybe forty percent of the potential scale of the what could be here. But obviously, as you continue to do your work and continue to stay on the path, which is what I was saying before, and not get distracted and keep your exploration going, the really good quality discoveries of this type of this of the silk have the potential to still grow substantially. So you'll, the, the point we have to do as a business is to continue to demonstrate how that how that asset can grow. And obviously... You know the upside that's there in terms of valuation, and, and making sure that we represent the um, to investor to interested parties, investors. You know that opportunity. So we've done a very good job so far of turning eleven dollars an ounce into, you know, whatever we are today, maybe a hundred dollars an ounce. But you know what we've discovered, our PA demonstrates that it's probably worth, you know, three hundred and seventy-four, maybe four hundred dollars an ounce, um, on on production. Let's go one last slide before I <laughs> you jump in, Matthew. But I think that, that this is a, an image of all the drilling we've done, you know, since 2019 in this small area of our license where we've made all these discoveries. Remember, we made three, we made eight discoveries here now. Um, Ickery is the one on the south where all the drilling is here. But I think the real takeaway, I think, I want people to say is yes, we obviously found other potential satellites beyond that. Um, Ickery North is a was a relatively new discovery, which you know was was a blind target that we only made last summer. But if you just look at the area and all the little black lines of drill holes, there's still a lot of open space here for us to potentially make more discoveries. And that goes back to that that chart that I showed you that you know, given time, um, you know, we expect you know a system like we have discovered in Ikari and all around these deposits will continue to grow. And so our, our our job as a company and, and our exploration team is to continue, to, whilst we're de-risking Ikari, is to continue to show that opportunity and how there could be a much longer and bigger opportunity here. Well, well, that, 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 is, that is the job. The, the, the job is to tell a growth story at all times, right? Whether you're 20 million bucks or in your case, 800, 900 million bucks, People have got to think that the shares have a ways to go here. And so when they, that's why I keep pushing you on this. What do you do with 70 million bucks between now and if not the end of this year, the end of next year, which tells that growth story and why, why should we believe it? Um, so, you know, having a number of different targets is great. Ikri is clearly one of the big, big discoveries of, of, of recent years. Not too many of those. Um, it's, it's how does the company play that? Do you say we'll take it to a certain point and we'll offload that, and then we're off chasing some of these other targets that we've got going going on? You know, does that drive uh, value for the company, value for the shareholders? Is that a sustainable business model, or do you want to just offload the whole thing to an other interested party? H- how do you play this, and how do you keep telling that growth story? 
you you, you couldn't you you can't run your business that you're offloading it to a party. Uh, ultimately, I think investors come into sector and they say it's a mining sector, just like forget it's a mining mining company or is exploration company, for instance, for a minute. You know, we have an R and D we are an R we have an R and D team in our business that is continuing to look and generate new ideas. That's our exploration business. But it's but it's beyond that. It's an exploration team. It's like we have a we're we're a continually continually improving R and D business that is generating new ideas and going to hopefully generate value through through that. You know, Ikari has has been a great discovery. It's come out of that process to advance that to a state of cash that that business that idea through to actually generating cash flow. We do have to put a bit of a, a fence around it and take it through the, you know, get your permits to be able to make that get into production. But the important point is the R and D hasn't stopped. It's not as though we've stopped doing the R and D. We're continuing. It's you know, it's like you know, it's not like, for instance, Tesla doesn't. It didn't stop when it produced the first type of Tesla, did it? It's gone on to the next one and the next one. And you know, it's got a team of people generating new, new ideas and new products that people will want to invest in and continue to grow the business. It, 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 we get very locked in on in the resources sector to you know putting a box around a discovery and a few drill holes and saying this is it and that's going to be a finite cash flow. It doesn't. It, it's not like that. You've got to keep on growing to this. Right, and, and and that's one way of doing. It. And without getting to Jerry Maguire on you here, but yeah. you know, sh- show show me the money, right? It, it's, yeah. it's you've got something which is of huge value, of huge interest, and and can and throw off a yeah. ton of cash if it goes through the phases. Now you've got there quite quickly. Good. to where you are today quite quickly but there's there's a ways to go and you know are you the guys to do that in which case as i asked earlier do you kind of focus on that component and then bring up the r&d you know slightly behind that or is this an r&d business a company which uh is trying to you know find find these big potential assets hold on to them for a bit um, and then at some point monetize, in which case, you know, what, what does that look like? That, that's what I'm trying to get out get out of you. Otherwise, I'm in for a, a long wait. Yeah. So we're, we're building a business that's absolutely going to be able to move this to cash flow. You know, that if, if you came to Finland and met the quality of the, the, the staff that work versus the environmental permitting team that's been set up. You know, we, we were just an expiration company when we first met. We still had like 20 people, but it was basically all geologists doing that. You now go to Finland, the business is transformed. You know, you've got a phenomenal environmental team. We're just building up our engineering team. We have a great study manager that's joined us. We'll have a great metallurgist that's going to join the company, finance teams. So we will continue to spend the funds, going back to the most important things, shareholders' money. We're going to spend that carefully. We're going to spend it in the, in the right way to continue adding value to the business. And we're putting in place all the people. And the unfortunate thing is that you know, we've been attra- able to attract really high quality people to work with this business that want to be in this and they want the autonomy that I provide to them to work w- w- to work at this business. We, we uh, it, if you, you know, you speak to me a lot and it's really only me and uh, and Tom and, and, and Jeffrey outside of Finland. In Finland, there's effectively our head office where all these people work and collaborate together every day. Uh, uh, and and that's what's driving all the value. It's a, it's an incredibly impressive sight to go and see now in terms of how those that how that team has come together. Okay, and, and so just finish off. Last question was right. You got a bunch of money. What am I looking forward to hearing from you this year? Because as you said, it's been a kind of fallow marketing period for you. Are we going to see more of you? Yeah, definitely. Expiration results for sure um, as they come through. 
the resource, which I mentioned before. We will be giving people updates on the whole permitting process. We are in the we're in a, a very public permitting process in in Finland. There's a lot of public comment and stakeholder meetings going on locally in the country. So obviously that's going on. But obviously for for investors, what are they probably looking for? Exploration results, the new resource, progress on the engineering studies, and developments on that that could make it harmless for the project. And then looking further out into into the early part of next year, um, you know, actually getting that pre-feasibility study data on the table and ultimately us moving our permitting to the next stage, which is actually submitting the EIA to the, to, to the uh, to government and ultimately then a, a permitting application after that has gone in.